It's my podcast. Change, change. Of course we're talking about change. Of course, why not? So, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Here's my podcast. L. Oh. Uh, I should have uh, started that one a little bit better. Uh, but you know what? You win some, you lose some. Anyways, my name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of BSTL. And um, I'm so happy to have you all. Today is August the 29th, uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And look, uh, let me just say this because sometimes I am a little bit forgetful. Um, I want to say thank you all. I've been getting a lot of feedback from uh, different individuals, uh, even had a conversation with somebody on Friday uh, about how some of these uh, messages are really beginning to resonate and it's uh, helping them out in their leadership capacity. And so therefore, uh, just keep listening. Um, I'm here to help, here to serve. Um, I love everything uh, leadership. So anyways, uh, last time uh, we had this conversation um, and we talked about it being on you. And really at the end of the day, um, leaders have to be accountable uh, for what they're supposed to really be doing. So, you know, I thought that maybe we would have a, a continuation of the conversation. And of course, last time it was It's On You. And then now I want to talk a little bit about it um, from this perspective. Uh, you are not alone. So here's what happens, right? And uh, I don't know if I'm the only one that has ever felt this way, but I feel like I'm not the only one, right? Based on some of the conversations that I've had in the boardroom uh, with individuals when they now begin to move, quote unquote, up the ranks, when they have greater responsibility, uh, greater level of accountability. Um, sometimes uh, it can be extremely lonely at the top. And I know that uh, sometimes people will say, well, it's lonely at the top, um, mostly because people are gunning for you. Um, and so therefore, people do become really, um, I, I want to say, skeptical. Um, I also want to say that at times people become a little bit insecure. And of course, like, feel free to, you know, put in your own word, but there's, there is a shift uh, whenever people begin to move into different responsibilities to which they have a greater level of accountability. And really, here's what I'm discovering and have discovered and, you know, with some of the stuff that I've been reading and some of the conversations uh, that I've been having with other leaders that are navigating what change looks like, especially as we move, you know, post uh, pandemic, and I know that there's probably other things that are going to be coming in short order. But the reality is, I don't know if it's that people become lonely when they begin to have a greater level of responsibility, or it's that sometimes it's hard for people to cut ties. Now, let me explain this uh, before somebody jumps to any conclusions. Uh, when I say cutting ties, here's what I mean in the context of you are not alone. So what happens is that not every single person is going to be a CEO or a CFO or a manager or a supervisor or a team lead or an intern, intern, whatever, or, uh, you know, an acting this or an acting that, you know, we don't all have the same calling on our lives. I think we're all called to lead in different ways, but we're not all called to lead from the corner office. So what happens is, is that 
most people, unless you've got like a foot in the door, you don't naturally just move from being in the middle of the room to the corner office. There's a natural progression that happens, right? So for some people, uh, they go back to school, they get some additional education, uh, then they begin to move up or they just kind of put their hand to the plow and then they say, you know what, I would like to become this or that and there's some opportunities in this company and I'm going to move, right? So here's the challenge. When people begin to make those kinds of choices, I don't know that we always measure the cost. And when I say measure the cost, I'm not talking about the time it takes to learn how to develop more skill sets. Really what I'm talking about uh, in terms of the cost is most times when leaders emerge and they become uh, more accountable, more responsible for more people, more workflow, um, whatever that looks like, depending on where you work, I don't think that most of us um, think about what you will lose in terms of those that you uh, used to be working with, um, but now they are going to be accountable to you. And I think that there's a, a, a thin line um, between being where you used to be and now functioning in the capacity of being a leader. I think that there's a real thin line in between moving forward and sometimes uh, uh still being where you used to be. Sorry, I just stumbled over myself, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this real time. So what ends up happening is it is possible to have worked with individuals for, you know, a long time, five, 10, 15 years. And then one day you just wake up and you say to yourself, I don't want to do this like this anymore. And, and let me just also say this, this is not um, for everyone. It's not for every single person. Not everyone wakes up one day and says, you know what, I would like to do things a little bit differently. I'd like to do more. I'd like to take on more responsibility. I'd like to move up on the pay, pay scale, the pay grade. Not everybody comes to that conclusion. There are some people who spend their entire career complaining about what they didn't do or what is not. And it takes a certain type of uh, personality type and it takes a certain level of commitment to move from being in the middle of the room to being in that corner office so what happens is is that as you begin to move up the way that you process things and the way that you do things it begins to look different right so and and no disrespect to anybody that's sitting in the middle of the room surrounded by tens or hundreds of other people and they're okay um, working that kind of way I'm not here uh, to knock anyone that does not want to take on a greater level of responsibility because it does come at its cost. But as you begin to move, you will also notice that your mindset begins to change, right? So now that you are in some type of a leadership capacity, uh, some of the things that you used to complain about, you're not complaining about that anymore because you are now being held accountable by other leaders in order to make things happen where that thing is concerned. So once upon a time, coming back, you know, a few minutes late from break didn't bother you. But now because you understand the workflow and the responsibility that comes along with being a leader and managing people and working with people and motivating people, you do recognize that some of your old friends that used to be great friends, they may not be as great a friend to you not because they're not nice and not because they've changed but the reality is you're now changing 
So when you now have to begin to lead people and manage people and supervise and train and be accountable to other individuals who are a little bit further removed, you begin to get a perspective about the company and the organization that you might not have had before. So uh, when it comes to like the daily programming and sometimes there are mistakes that are colossal and when you were sitting in the middle of the room, you're like, ah, what's the big deal? But now you're beginning to have a greater uh, worldview or purview of why that mistake matters and why it is that somebody may have pulled you into the office to say, I noticed that you did this or you did that. Can we try not to do that again because of the implications? You're now beginning to grow. Uh, You're now beginning to understand things at a different level. Now, with all of this new responsibility, I'm also making some assumptions for those of you that have been following along with this podcast for the last several months. I'm also making the assumption that you are also cultivating and developing a leader's heart. And when I say a leader's heart, I'm talking about servant leadership. And really what I'm saying is, even though you have a greater level of responsibility and you are accountable for more, I'm hoping that it's not going to your head and you're now seeing yourself as being above other individuals. So that's one of the things that I take for granted for those of you that have been listening and following along with this thing. I'm not trying to create a space for conversation and education and empowerment for individuals who are going to power trip. No, this is a space for people who also want to cultivate being humble, uh, who want to cultivate their character, who want to cultivate um, an attitude where people love you as their leader because they still feel your kindness and or your grace. But at the same time, you do have now a greater responsibility that no one else is going to be responsible for except for you. So here's where I'm going in this conversation, because now that you've identified what it is that the company is doing and what your responsibility is within all of that, here's the big secret. You may have to find new friends who are beginning to think your way Because if you continue to think the way of where you're coming from, you may be sitting in a position that is a leadership position, but you may be operating as if you're still in the center of the room. All right, so let's unpack this a little bit. So now, uh, once upon a time, other individuals would be motivating you, but now you have to be motivating people. Um, Once upon a time, people would be checking in on you to make sure that you're okay. You now need to check in on other individuals to make sure that they're okay. So what happens is if you don't understand that that's now part of your leadership um, responsibility, you may you may not. Um, be seen as an empathetic or sympathizing leader because you're not checking in on those that used to be your friends and used to be very close with you. Um, And they may perceive that you've now become distant and uncaring because while you may not necessarily see yourself as a leader, by default, because of the position that you that you now occupy, those that you used to work with, they will now say that you are not leading well because you are not fulfilling the role that comes along with your responsibility. So one of the things that I've always done, um, and I'm just sharing with you some of what I do, is I want to make sure that I am now beginning 
to hang out with and share ideas and listen to individuals who are currently with me or a few steps ahead of me. And when I say ahead of me, I'm really talking more about experientially. I want to sit down and, and, and see how is it that you are leading? What are some of the, the, the tips and the tools uh, that you are using to lead your team so that I don't get left behind? Because here's the thing. The moment you transition and you become a leader, you are going to develop a name. And the name that you are developing, you have no control over it. So if you try to be super nice, people will know that you're nice. And if they also know that in your niceness, they can roll over you um, because you don't like to hurt people's feelings and you don't want people to be upset with you, that is a name that you will be developing. On the flip side, you will also develop a name as being a hard noser, one who is strict, one who's inflexible, and the list goes on. I've only given you the two extremes, and of course, in, in this thing that we call balance, there's some other uh, uh, descriptions that are somewhere in between all of there. But the reality is you have to be comfortable with moving forward, even if it means that you may have to leave some individuals behind, right? So what will end up happening, and it's not because you're becoming exclusive, is that now when you're going on lunch, you thought that you would have time for those that you were working for, but now your colleagues, which are at a different level of leadership, they're going out for lunch. They're eating at different places, maybe because they're making a little bit more money so they can afford to do it. Or maybe there's just a culture that says managers eat at this restaurant and VPs eat at that restaurant. The reality is, is that once you have moved out of the center of the room, you are walking into a new culture. And that new culture has a different level of expectation and after a while they are going to expect that you are going to operate at a level that is necessary in order for you to lead based on the capacity that you are functioning in and so the reality is it's not so much that you're alone it's just that you have to now form and fight your way into a new culture of individuals who may have already been operating in a leadership capacity for much longer than you have been, and that's okay. You do need to hang out with them. Now, I'm not telling you that you should be turning your back on those who are still in the center of the room, and I'm, I'm even going to say this, I'm not telling you to thumb your nose at them and say, well, if I could do it, you could do it, because here's the reality. Some of the people that uh, refuse to leave from the center of the room, it's not that they're not qualified for it, and it's not that they're not smart enough, and it's not even that you're going to do it better than they can. Sometimes the reason why they don't leave that part of the room is because in order for them to lead in a different capacity with greater responsibility, they've already negotiated some of the things that they will have to lose in order to be in that corner office or in that kind of leadership capacity, right? So here's what happens. Um, while they may be able to clock out at five o'clock, you've got some month end reports, you've got to do some additional reading, you've got a presentation that is required of you. And so they leave at five. And even though you might be able to come in a little bit later than they do, because you've got to get prepared for tomorrow, you now have to stay back a little bit longer because that's part of what you're giving up. 
And when you're having to stay a little bit longer and those that are like, you've changed so much, they're on their way out. They're not waiting for you for the end of your shift for you to go home with them. They're going to leave because their work is done while to some degree your work may be just beginning. So maybe here's part of what I'm trying to say that if you want to move up and you know, I don't even know if I love the title of moving up. Uh, I think maybe I feel a little bit more comfortable uh, with changing your responsibility. If you want to change your responsibility, it comes with some losses. Some of your new friends are going to be friends that those that are in the center of the room, they don't like them. And it's not that they don't like them, they just don't like the symbolism of what they stand for because the more you are accountable to people, whether up the pay grade or down the pay grade, is the more you recognize that you cannot afford to not do your job well because you're concerned with how people may perceive you. And so when you decide to leave the middle of that room, You've got to say to some degree, bye-bye. You've got to say, all right, I'm out of here. You've got to say, uh, I've enjoyed the time that I've spent with you. I have every intention of saying hi to you. I'm going to continue to be cordial to you. I'm going to continue to be a good listening heir to you. But I cannot afford to not do what I now need to do because I'm now concerned with putting some distance between where I was and where I am now headed. And so I want you to think about this for a moment. Are you really lonely? Is it that you have no one to hang out with? Or is it that you are on the verge of becoming something that won't allow for you to remain where you were? And here's the thing. Maybe maybe part of this is I'm hoping that you won't forget where you're coming from. But I'm also hoping that you won't be so stuck on what you're leaving behind that you cannot seize the opportunity of where it is that you're going next. Because if you do things the right way, you're going to develop relationships at every single level of your leadership. And every single time you take on a little bit more responsibility, there may be less people in the room, but it doesn't mean that you will not cultivate and form different relationships. And this is not about better or worse. It's just that you need to spend more time with individuals who have to function the way that you do and operate the way that you do and be accountable at the same type of level, because if you don't do so, you may may jeopardize your ability to stay in that room. And can I just say this to you, complete transparency. Part of the reason why you want to move from the center of the room to the corner of the room, I'm hoping it's not because of power. I'm hoping it's because you want to create change. Well, in order for you to create change, you will have to change. You are going to have to see things a little bit differently. And you're also going to have to pull from your vast experiences in order to remember where you're coming from, but also add who you are to this new responsibility that you are now undertaking. Because here's the thing, part of the reason why you're saying goodbye to the, to the center of the room is because you also do have a, a, a passion and a desire to improve the quality of the workflow of those that are in the middle of the room. And in order for, for you to be able to do that, you've got to step away from that space. So what am I also saying? That you're also going to have to, to be focused. 
you're going to have to remember that while those that you may be quote unquote leaving behind may think that you've changed, that's okay as long as you don't forget why you decided to move. Because now that you've moved, you can actually improve the quality of the center of the room <clears throat> by being in the corner office because that's what you're now called to do and that's the purpose for why you function the way that you do. Again, thank you so much uh, for listening. Again, I know uh, that this is a challenging conversation, but it's one that I think leaders need to embrace. When you begin to take on greater responsibility, you may not be able to hang out with those that you've been spending a, a vast amount of uh, time with because you now have a new responsibility that may not be a part of that room, but there will be some new friendships, some new colleagues, some new individuals that you'll foster a relationship with. And hopefully when you do in a transparent kind of way, that loneliness will fade away because you've got to stay focused. Why am I now in the room? I'm in the room because I want to make a difference. And sometimes I can't make the difference if I'm still in the center of the room when I'm now being called to the corner of the room. Take care. Again, bstlinc21 at gmail.com. Send your email, your comments, and please don't forget to subscribe. Some of these individuals that are calling to tell me that they appreciate the podcasting, they haven't subscribed yet. So subscribe so that every time I send something out, there'll be a notification that comes to you so that you don't have to remember. I'll bring the, the information to you. Take care. Until next time, it's Andre Anderson, founder and host of this BSTL podcast. You are not alone. Hey, everybody, this is the recap. And today I only have four takeaways for you. So here's number one. The decision to move toward the corner office requires more responsibility and commitment and ultimately change. Number two, increased accountability may require you to connect with those that are more like-minded than those that you've been working with before. Number three, don't change who you are as you remain focused on your transitioning journey. And then number four, please don't ever forget why it is that you decided to transition. The goal of what you're doing is to create change that will make for a better and more healthier environment. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you next week.